0: Hey, my name is Aaron Burke. Welcome to the Made for More Leadership Podcast. I'm super pumped that you're joining me. Help me out right now by liking this or subscribing to this podcast. We are seeing incredible responses from leaders all over who are taking this and sharing it with their teams. If you tag me on Instagram, I'm always reposting it because it's so cool to see lives being transformed, people going to the next level in their leadership. God isn't done with you. He's got a lot in store for you. So thanks for taking the time to listen to this. We're gonna have an awesome discussion today because I'm really looking forward to this because this is an area that I've always been kind of weak in, but I'm trying to get a little bit stronger. So we have the expert in the field when it comes to being a creative leader. So as a leader, learning how to think outside the box. I'm here today with our special guest, pastor, leader, David Steele. If you don't know who David Steele is, he is our executive Leader over all of our creative ministries here at Radiant Church. So, before people kind of hear about your role, give us a little bit of behind the scenes of the David Steele life. Who yeah. are you? Kind of what do you do?
1: First off, Pastor, and thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. This is a big deal. Um, For those that don't know, uh, I'm originally from Pensacola, Florida. Um, I was a pastor's kid raised in church my whole life. Um, I somehow at the age of 16 stumbled into your youth group. Um, And uh, I've kind of been with you ever since. Uh, When you moved down here to launch Radiant in 2013, I uh, You you approached me and said, Hey, I feel like you're supposed to be a part of this thing. I very quickly said, I agree 100%. I'll move down. That's crazy. Um, crazy world. And uh, started off as our drummer here at our South Tampa location when we were just one location. And then um, it was going to Southeastern University uh, yep. for uh, kind of seminary. And uh ended up meeting my wife there freshman year. We started dating and then um came on staff two years into Radiant and then have been living the dream with you and the Radiant family ever since. So it's and kind of big, big deals deal.
0: in your life right now is your wife is having our first child. First child this baby, is a big deal, a little baby Judah.
1: boy. Yeah, a little boy. It's so a it's a gonna be a big deal.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it's incredible. Yeah. Um all right. Tell us a little bit about your role here at Radiant. What do you do?
1: Yeah, so I oversee all of our uh, experienced departments. So what that looks like for Radiant is that's our worship teams across all locations production uh, creative uh, and creative in the sense of because that's a broad term, uh, which we'll get into in a few minutes. But creative in the sense of like um, anything that has to do with like uh, print, uh, text, font, graphics, video, any kind of promotional marketing, things like that. I oversee our online location, which is yeah. one of our newest locations here that's at awesome. Radiant. It's a big deal. Um, and then anything to do with like outbound strategic marketing, anything like that, kind of getting the the brand of Radiant Church out to the world. That's kind of what I oversee.
0: You know, people tell me all the time they're like you're church is so creative. Aaron, how do you do all this? And they have no clue that the behind the scenes is, I don't do any of it. It is all the mastermind of David Steele. So you guys are going to see a little bit of the behind the scenes of what we do here, how we lead in a creative, outside the box perspective in our industry. We believe uh, our whole focus is reaching people, and to reach people that nobody else is reaching, we got to do some things that yeah. nobody else is doing. That's good. So uh, we're going to talk about that. Maybe in your industry, it's different. Your what your bottom line is, but your focus is still to kind of go outside the box. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. But before we do, we're gonna do a little lightning round. Oh, I think gosh. this will be a lot of fun. So people get to know who David Steele is. They yeah. see you on the stage. They see you. Um, you know putting out music and doing all that you do, but the behind the scenes of David is actually very fun. You're one of my favorite people (laughs) on the planet. So, uh, David, your favorite cereal. Favorite cereal,
1: oh, this first off, this gave me more anxiety about this piece of this podcast than the entire one of it. Um, I would have to say, oh, I love sugar cereal in general, but I'd have to say favorite would be uh, Fruit Loops with Marshmallows.
0: Fruit Loops with marshmallows—they put marshmallows? Changer.
1: game changer.
0: Isn't that called Lucky Charms?
1: No, no, no. Lucky Charms is trash. Lucky Charms, <laughs> like if they could just take a bag of the Lucky Charms with just yep. the marshmallows—that's yep. all it'd take. But the Fruit Loops with marshmallows is a game changer.
0: All right, what is your favorite Netflix show?
1: This changes seasonally. Yeah, um, I was an Office fan forever. Um, They're gone. They're it's, all it, well. It's on uh, Peacock, so you got nobody gotta, has Peacock. I, I have a hundred percent Peacock. Um, that's a weird name. <laughs> that's a weird anyway. thing to say, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, right now I'm on a major Friends kick. Uh Really? So I'm I'm My I'm watching Friends proud. every night. Uh, it's also something Alicia and I do right before we go to bed. The laugh track doesn't get you
0: messed up? No, I can't not at do all. It with I, laugh we track. laugh for them enough. Really? We don't need a laugh track.
1: Um, right. And Are uh, you a friends of, no, person at all? No, not at all. Not okay, at, all. at all. Never mind. No, all My right. wife is, though. Okay. Um, she
0: does the whole, like, remember that episode where, I don't know, <laughs> Ross does this? And I'm like, no, I never watched Friends. Okay.
1: Um, and then uh, for those that haven't watched this, it's on Fox, so you mm-hmm. have to have Hulu to watch it because um, we don't have cable. Um, but Prodigal Son is actually- fantastic really? it's like a little dark sometimes but it's about the it's about like profiling for serial killers because the profiler the main character his dad is a
0: serial killer Ooh. so he
1: learns this whole like life of profiling a serial killer based off of his dad and it's it's absolutely amazing
0: all right some books maybe one or two books other than the bible that you've read that impacted your life?
1: Yeah, so um, I've read this one a couple of times, but it's probably my favorite by Stephen Covey is uh, Seven Habits of a Highly Effective People. Um, I'm leading a small group right now actually with a group of men on that. Sweet. Um, Really, really great um, overall. And then um, one of the books that I was going to talk about today Is uh, a book called Herding Tigers, um, and
0: it's not. Now let me just be careful. It's not herding. No, it's not herding like like you attack the tigers.
1: (laughs) Herding like shepherding tigers, Um, and
0: a great book on creativity. Um,
1: Another, I just love books. I just keep purchasing books. I don't. The problem is I purchase books and I don't all the way finish them. I get it. I get Um, it. uh, Another one is Creativity Inc. about the story of Pixar and how Pixar came to be and like the inner workings of that. Uh, another really great one.
0: So, all right, two more questions. Yeah. What does a day off look like for David Steele? Oh, like, I you, already know said it you know what this is. You know what this is why I you asked that it. question. Um, it's <laughs> all the shows I just mentioned on Netflix. <laughs> no, no, no. no what, what is it? What, what do you do to? to a to day relax? off
1: for me uh, on. Uh, so, we work Sunday through Thursday in the Radiant Life. And so, Fridays for me uh, is I go to a local coffee shop. Yep. Um, uh, my favorite is probably King State here locally in Tampa um i'll go to king state grab some cold brew maybe some breakfast um and then i will go to nordstrom's and i will just i will walk around nordstrom's i don't have enough money to buy anything at nordstrom's that's um but i will walk around and just strategize and plan on what i'm gonna buy whenever i save up enough
0: money to buy things from nordstrom's that sounds like a fun day off all right so uh actually two more questions if you could eliminate one fast food restaurant from the f- planet like nobody would ever have to eat yep. there again yep. where would you what would you burger at?
1: king hands down easiest question really burger king
0: why burger
1: king is trash burger king is it is um if you want to go to burger king get a terrible food and also an even worse experience then that's burger true. king is your place to go that's true they don't remember your they don't remember your order no. they nine times out no. of ten no. will get it wrong no and they're mad at you for actually being there and they ordering are mad
0: you. they're mad at you for being there i forgot that <laughs> Their breakfast is so good. It's my go to Sunday morning breakfast, McDonald's. by the way.
1: The McDonald's biscuit
0: is uh, out of this world. The French toast sticks. You dip them. <laughs> you the dip French them I'm sticks. telling you, they're good. They used to have cinnamon rolls that were mini cinnamonies that were that game changers. Hilarious. Anyway, all right. All right. One last question before we get into the content. Yep. You are about to release our very first album. Yes and which i'm so excited yeah, about me too. uh you wrote a song a few years ago that we released tell everybody about it so that they know about it so yeah
1: the king has come that was um, your big
0: hit it was, a, <laughs> it was a big i hit. was a little worried i was like a one hit wonder know. you know what i mean well, I, was I thought you're gonna be our Hanson. That. you know <laughs> <laughs> just create one big hit
1: um and uh yeah it was a it was a song like i've i've always uh i've written songs since i was a kid like a, right. uh my first song was called midnight and Ooh. uh was it a love song uh, no it wasn't <laughs> it was like a worship song um but it, it could have been a wor- uh, uh uh love song and uh i i wrote it as a as a kid and then always just was writing songs had different yep. things like that leading worship at a very young age and then um when i came down to help Plant the church, and I started uh, Southeastern. I just I got super busy, and I just got caught up with uh, the church life, um, kind of helping build radiant, and then um, dating Alicia, and then eventually getting married. And I was taking 18 credit hours every semester, going back and forth between Tampa and Lakeland. Um, and I just kind of fell off of it. And so um, whenever I graduated Southeastern uh, a couple of years ago, I uh, was like, man, I really feel like I need to start picking this back up. I feel like it's what God's called me to do. And, um, it was right like probably a couple of months before Easter. And, um, I was like, writing in my bed and i was literally just like reading the easter story and there's a line that jumped out from scripture about how the guard stepped back in front like stayed overnight in front of the tomb and to me that was just like the most audacious way of the enemy just being like not only did we kill your savior but we're gonna just guard and just like show like an extra ounce of just like pride in the fact that like we were relishing in this and then like there's a story of like how like jesus you know, overcomes death, hell, in the grave. The, the tomb opens up, and all the guards just flee. And I just thought, was like, that perspective, what a boss way yeah. of Jesus to come back and literally just stick it to the enemy. And so we wrote the song, The King Has Come. And since then, like... Um, the church loved it. The church rely around it. And, um, it's been an awesome thing that we've seen so far. So, all right.
0: So people that are interested in radiant Church's music, where can they find it?
1: Yeah. So we are radiant, uh, is on Spotify, uh, Apple music, uh, Amazon, anywhere music is at. And then on our uh, YouTube channel,
0: uh, we are Radiant as well. So that's awesome. So if you're listening to this far into the future, you can go and check out our album that was already released. Went, I promise. I'm sure it went to a Grammy award. I'm Uh, sure of of course, but if you didn't even find it on Spotify, they're on youtube um if you're listening to this as that comes out this is coming out the the first wednesday of april um our our album is actually coming out yeah this week yeah so it's, it's pretty awesome yeah, really, yeah it's really called citizens it. so yeah. we're really excited okay we're going to talk about uh, a leadership perspective that i love which is the idea of being creative you have a lot of people listening they're going that's awesome yeah. i'm not creative hmm. what would you say to them
1: well, I I would say first off that's a lie. Um, I think uh, creativity is honestly one of those things that like has like a lot of like weird context or uh, illusions that is built around the idea. And really, I think if you have breath in your lungs, you have the potential of being creative. Okay. Um, and I, I think we believe this uh, on a Christian perspective. I know there's maybe people that are business leaders or people yeah. that maybe don't attend church or in different walks of faith. Um, but as a as a Christian from the, that perspective, um, there's a theological term called the day which is basically the image of god and because we believe that we were all created in the image of god we all have God's DNA running inside of each and every single one of us. Our creator, the God that created everything, that cre- the created the heavens, the earth, all right. the, the nature and the mountains and the oceans, like that creativity, that potential lives inside of each and every single one of us. And so we all in our own ways have the ability to be creative. Maybe it's not in the sense that we think classically of art or music or Um, in our world like videos or graphics but maybe you have the ability to be creative in solutions for your industry you have creativity and leadership i think um you started off the podcast talking about how you don't feel like you're a creative leader i think you're actually one of the most brilliant creative leaders i think whenever you look at coming in um, even in the way that you've led Radiant and how uh, how awesome you've done at just strategically building this place to be a church for the lost and where a church where people far from God can come and experience him and move from where they are to where God wants them to be. That is all creativity. That takes vision. It takes imagination. It takes yep. um, the courage to be able to do something that nobody's done before. And so every single person, whether that's uh, your marriage, like you have the creativity ability, uh, the creative ability to make your marriage something that's better than right. what it could be. Uh, uh, raising your kids. Like there's creative outlets in the sense of like you're, you're parenting this, uh, this, this, this human being. And so you're strategically coming up with different ideas of how to interact with them, how to socialize with them how to raise them in the right way i think everybody has creative creative p- potential it's just whether they see it or not
0: okay so if you tell me i have creative abilities how do i tap into that in my life how do i yeah. become a person that walks in the creativity that god has put inside of me whether it's in my industry or my business thinking outside the box how do i tap into that
1: yeah so that's a that's the that's the tricky question right like that's the thing is um, I feel like when it comes to this idea, um, I love this idea of like how creativity is actually more about tenacity than it is about talent, and a that's case. a that's a thing yep. to think about in the sense of I, I view creative. Um, I, there's a pastor I really look up to. His name's Stephen Furtick. He's written all of like Elevation Worship stuff, sure. um, and he talks about how create creativity, the process of it is actually more for like digging for gold than it is just like painting something beautiful. Right. It's this idea. If it's work, it's tirelessly every single day putting in a grind, putting in a – I I think we look at sometimes these big celebrities. We look at these big people who are really, really um, popular or have done these big things. Um, Most recently here in Tampa Bay, we're celebrating the Super Bowl. We're celebrating Tom Brady coming in and just legit being the GOAT. He's the GOAT. And um, one of the things that is crazy about Tom Brady is actually he's not known for being the most talented quarterback He's actually just known for being the most hardworking quarterback. That's really good. And if you look at it, going into the Super Bowl, into this most recent Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes, in every single way, is known as being the most creative, out-of-the-box, throws the most beautiful passes, right. just out-of-this-world out creative when it comes to being a quarterback in football. And you've got Tom, Tom Brady, who's literally just like kind of plain vanilla, kind of just does right. the same play action plays. It's impressive that I know that. Um, yeah, I have no <laughs> clue what that is about. Um, he, he, he's not, he doesn't do anything that's overly like braggy right. or overly spectacular. He just puts in the meticulous work, that tenacity. And I think to be creative, it's just simply looking at what you've been given and just going, how can I make this better? And how can I continue to dig and find the gold and what it is that I'm stewarding over?
0: Okay, so that takes a little bit of work because our natural tendency is to just go, I'm going to just do what everybody else is doing. Yeah. I'm just going to do what's easy. Yeah. But doing what is creative and doing what is easy, don't go hand in hand. No. You have to dig a little bit deeper because really everybody is going the easy route. Yeah. And if you're going to do it creative, if you could sing everybody else's songs. Sure. That's easy. Yep. Writing your own That's going to take some work. Yes. So doing what everybody else's play is, is easy. I mean, doing your own, that's going to take some work. takes a little bit of digging. How do you create the margin or the drive to do that?
1: Yeah, so... I feel like um, there, uh, there's a saying that I've heard of like, to create attention, you have to create attention. And there's like this idea of like that you have to find like good. a problem, like a yep. attention yep. to then create, like find a solution for. And so I think in whatever industry that you're in and whatever sphere of life that you're in, it's finding, man, what is the thing? What is the problem that I'm facing? What is the tension that I'm experiencing in my industry that really makes me want to Come up with something out of the box to make this industry better. Right. I love Andy Stanley. It has this, um, this quote that he says of like he asks himself every once in a while, um, what is the thing that if I were to implement into my business or into my arena or his ministry um, that would change the game for my field? And I think it's like, I think back to this, uh, the idea of like the famous Henry Ford quote that was like, um, uh, if I would have asked other people of what they would like, as far as transportation, what they would need, they would have said a faster horse rather than creating the tension in the sense of like, man, there's what if there's this out of the box idea called a car that could actually get people to way faster and you don't have to use horses. So it's figuring out like, what is that thing and looking at whatever you have, if that's your job, if that's your family, if that's your marriage. How do I make this better? How do I, what can I do in thinking outside of the box to make that thing better?
0: Okay. And so here's my challenge to give people because when I've applied this to my life is that you have to stop thinking there's only two options. Mm. So I don't think creativity comes until you're probably in the fourth or fifth option. So I just had a guy meet with me in my office. Same thing. I've got, I've got a problem to solve. And, but I told him before you get my office, I want at least four solutions. Yeah. Because you're really not creative until you're getting down to that fourth, fifth solution. Because everybody thinks of the first two. Yeah. And everybody's already on the same page with the first two. Everybody already knows those right. first two things. You get creative by thinking of options, by digging a little bit deeper. And
1: so I, I love that you're talking about that because I think sometimes we honestly um, – we don't allow time to take risks. And we don't allow That's time to – and if you're going to have any kind of creativity, you're going to have to take some major risks. Right. Um, I, I love uh, – I was talking about the book uh, Creativity, Inc., The Story of Pixar. It takes years for them to make one film. We think that they're living in this, like they're uh, they're doing this whole thing, and yep. they just like are creating these stories. No, they go through numbers of different layers of rev- reviews, visions. They have to they have to uh, revisions. They have to um, uh, basically storyboard an entire script out, present it to an entire team, then come up, then they. They get the thumbs up on, go ahead on that. Yeah, that looks good. That story looks good. Then they start animating, start creating things, and they bring it to what they call a brain trust, which is just a group of people that basically watch and go, Mm, that doesn't make sense. That right. line doesn't make sense. And then they have to go back, start from scratch, rebuild it. I think too many times to be uh, creative, it just takes too long for us. Yeah, Especially in our culture and society today, we want the next thing. We want right. the next idea. I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of um, – of Jeff Bezos, who's like the wealthiest man in the world now, owner of Amazon, yep. founder of Amazon, and uh, I think it was like from the early 90s, and it's just him in his office I with like it. this uh, this banner behind with like spray paint that says Amazon, yep. and it's like, it's the idea of like, oh, this guy's an overnight success, no, it's not true, this guy's actually been trying this product for years and decades. years, decades, yeah, changing things and tweaking ideas and tweaking right. systems. Oftentimes we just don't view that as creativity and we also don't view that as, uh, we we don't take the time to just simply create and allow there to be time for revisions, time for edits, time for tweaks, time for changes. Throw out, I love your idea, throw out multiple ideas rather than just sticking to the one or two.
0: You know, one of the things I challenged you with when we went into this year is you came in my office for your annual review and you said, okay, what's the target for next year? And I said, I don't care if you do anything else. The number one thing I want you to do is write an album. Yep. Like I want this to be the thing. Yeah. So you had to design your your time around, okay, I got to create some margin. I got to yeah. say no to some things yep. so that I can say yes to this. I think there's probably a lot of leaders that are watching that if you said no to some simple task uh, that you are doing, you would actually free up some margin to yeah. be able to dream a little bit. Do yeah. you have margin in your schedule to think outside of the box, to think – Bigger to think beyond the two solutions. So good. And then the other question would be, okay, do I have the margin? And then the other thing is, do I have the people that I can throw out ideas with? So good. We've started this with our team, and I love it where we get together and we do brainstorming sessions. Yep. So the last few sermon series that we've done here, it's probably more than that. Yeah. have been because of a team came up with it. I never even came up with love handles. Yeah. Love handles is our series right now. I was just on a call with some uh, with with a. I did a video today with pastors and he's, he's like, Oh yeah, we love your love handle series. How do you come up with that? I was like a 20 something year old on our (laughs) team came up with that idea. Uh, It's the idea of giving a group, a room to kind of, dream a little bit yeah, for sure how would how would they start that yeah that's good so first off on the on the real quick before we go into that
1: um you talked about like just living giving opportunity and space to dream sometimes again i think we we tend to view we don't view ourselves as creative like i right going into this when you invited me into this i'm sitting there thinking like i don't feel like i'm a creative leader yeah i oversee creative things you said it yourself. You classified. You don't feel like you're a creative leader. Again, all of us have creativity and potential to be creative. Right. And whatever sphere that we're in. I love the story of um, in World War II. I think it was General Patton um, or uh, future President Dwight D. Eisenhower that would literally sit have they would have margin on their calendar to simply sit at their desk and look at the map of the battle and just strategically come up with ideas of how do we win the war. That's awesome. And I think so quickly too many times we're just sitting there trying to get the next thing, yep. the next target, yep. that we don't take time to actually dream. I would not challenge whoever's listening to this, man, go on a walk. I think some of the times i have to literally just force myself out of my environment. So if you have to work this out with your boss, make sure you you know clear of communication on this. But I challenge my team, like get out of the office for a second, Clear your head, take a moment to breathe, take a moment to, to go on a walk, do something and get out of it. I think so many times we're so intense on just, we have to make this happen. We have to make this happen. We have to make this happen and really just need to take a second and like literally just let it, let it, uh, let let it breathe and then come back
0: to it. And,
1: and, and, and it's worked out so many
0: times as far as, let me just say something on that because so many leaders are working in their industry that they don't have time to work on their industry. That's good. And if you're in it so much, you don't have an idea and the the perspective to look from the thirty thousand uh, view yeah. foot view of going. Oh, let me look at this the big picture of yeah. it. Some of my best ideas of the church have come through seasons where I'm on vacation. Yeah, and I'm I'm not sitting there thinking day to day how do I get through this. I'm thinking big picture. And if you're going to be a creative leader, you need to take a step back and go where is my moments in my calendar where i can dream That's good. where i can think big where i can look at the big picture schedule them in there because you're an important part of your organization yeah. because you work in it That's good. but you will be an instrumental part of your organization if you will work on it by being the dreamer being creative and learning how to take it to the next level okay so we created the margin. How do we brainstorm with some people?
1: Yeah, so I think it's fostering a creative culture. And yeah. I think there's some really key principles to this is um, is honestly creating an environment where people actually have a say. It's a big deal. So many times as leaders, we want to be the one with the great idea. Yep. I want to be the one. Honestly, in this album, it pains me to tell you this, on this album that's coming up, which is going to have nine to ten songs on it. I only wrote three of the nine songs. Right. I only wrote, I wrote three the rest of those. If people
0: were asking, it was me <laughs> that wrote them. That's,
1: that's um, and I just realized, man, I can be the leader. That's going to yep. just, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be the one that forces this or I can actually multiply with my leadership and with people and getting more people involved and getting our team involved. And here's the crazy thing is is I can do it pretty good by myself, but man, I can do it exceptionally well with yep. other people. Yep. And so my thing is, man, how do I and how I've gone into um, setting up our worship department, how I've gone into setting up our production and creative teams is I just surround myself with people who are better at this craft than I am. Yep. As the leader, like it's 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 more pridefully more fun for me to be the the smartest or the brightest in the room, but actually within my creative team. Um, I I was sitting there thinking about today, like, how did I even get this? And it's like, oh, I just, I looked for people that were literally better at creative than I was. I I have uh, two graphic designers on staff who are some of the most creative out of the box designers that I've ever had the pleasure of working with. They just come up with ideas that are out of nowhere. The guys that are filming this episode in here, like they're some of the most creative videographers, thinkers, all of those, like all the above. And so we just get them in a room and I just have to be okay with like, my voice not being the loudest in the room, yep. allowing them margin to speak. There's the book I referenced, Hurting uh, Tigers. Again, hurting, not hurting. Yeah. Um, and how creatives can sometimes be tigers to lead. They have emotions and they have passion. Mm-hmm. And they and so many times as leaders that can create insecurities in our own selves because they have th- opinions, they have things to say. They can sometimes, and you have to foster that environment where you give them permission to say, like, hey, I don't know if that's the best idea or yeah. or things like that. But letting them literally just Letting them go, letting them off the leash a little bit and letting them just create and then coming back and your job as the leader is to steer the vision. Hey, uh, that's a wonderful idea, but it doesn't really meet the target. I think also another thing is allowing risks, allowing Uh, like, um, um, I think one of the things that can kill a creative culture faster than anything is this um, a fear culture, Mm -hmm. a culture where like you will no longer take risks anymore because um, of fear of failure, a fear of not meeting deadlines, a fear of, and all of this has to be done within margin. But allowing a place where your team and your the people around you can actually have ideas, can contribute ideas, right. and they don't have a fear of man. If I speak up too loud, I'm going to get shot down. If I uh, come up with this idea, they're going to think it's like dumb, or they're going to you know call me out in front of people. Foster an environment where people can be better than you and actually can contribute to their ideas.
0: It's brilliant ideas. I think I think of some of our brainstorming sessions. And I've been in sessions with leaders where they go, okay, I'm here to brainstorm. And then as soon as someone throws out an idea, they go, no, 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 no not that idea. Yeah, that's a stupid
1: idea. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Please don't ever do that. Yeah. You will stifle the creativity of the room if people think, as soon as I speak, I'm going to be judged on yeah. what I say. Yep. Like, you need to be able to have that open environment that people can throw out ideas and you're writing everything down. That doesn't mean you're using everything. And then the ability to take risk. Yes. That's been a big one for us at Radiant Church where we're like, We don't know if it's going to work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, a few months ago, we changed up our video announcements. It was a big risk. (laughs) I mean, we, you would have thought it was video announcement gate at our church for some people in our church. They were like, (gasps) it's so crazy, Give it a risk. And it was a big win. Yeah. But I think there's been other times we've tried some stuff and we're like, oh, that, that looked that was crazy. Yeah, and it didn't work well at all. It didn't, but it was worth a try. Exactly. And there's been moments. I'll just brag on David for a little bit. There's been moments where like Aaron, we can change this, hmm. and you'll be right, but we'll lose on the long run because we're gonna kill the creative creative team of the church. Yeah. You got to choose our battles. Yeah. So there's times I'll suck it up and go, okay, it's not my preference. Right. But the the goal is better which is a creative church. Right. Even if I'm not totally behind this idea, and I think some of you guys have just got to be behind the idea that man you're okay taking some risk. One of the things and I, I David doesn't need to say it because he is young, but one of the things I'm really working on is being very intentional at having young voices at the table. Yeah. To have to have only 30-year-olds at your creative meeting is not a wise idea. Mm. Having 21-year-olds is very smart. Yeah. People that are thinking different. I remember one of the challenges the Lord gave us a while ago is we gotta get younger. Yeah. As a church. Yeah. Even though we would be considered the young church. <laughs> yeah, seriously. In town. And part of that is you gotta get younger voices at the table.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that's how you get to a place where how do you have a Burger King to to throw Burger King under the bus a little yeah, bit? Yeah, no, it's okay. And a Chick-fil-A. I don't like, think any of their management's listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> <laughs> to have a Burger King and a Chick-fil-A. And you right. look at this idea of like Burger King's been around forever. Yep. And Chick-fil-A hasn't been around as long, but Chick-fil-A has been like diligent about allowing, and what I've heard is even throughout this whole COVID season, they allowed different ideas to be fostered up from the ground level. Yep. They didn't have some executives in Atlanta that they were just sitting there brainstorming and come up with ideas. No, they empowered the delegation down to, to the owners, of the franchise so owners good. of everything. And now we have this whole new system of like you order outside and they deliver it outside and they do all this whole thing. And it's completely revolutionized um, the industry and how quickly you can get your food in the drive through in a COVID season. And again, it's like um, there's a quote by general Patton that said, if you think if, if every one of you thinks alike, somebody's not thinking. And it's this idea of like, I'll say that one more time. If every one of you is, if everyone is thinking alike, somebody's not thinking. And sometimes it's easy just to come up with, stay in your own circle, stay within your own little executive suite and you talk through your own little business plan with your business leaders that are just like you. And then you wonder why you're, you're, you're no longer the cutting edge in your area and your arena and your thing and whatever God's called you to and allow other people in, allow other voices to be said without cutting them down.
0: Uh, One last little thing on this is, is figuring out a system to make sure people that are on the ground floor can get it yeah, up to you. Yeah, that's huge. Um, I think Chick-fil-A does this very well. Um, we've worked really hard on this, even during the pandemic of sending out multiple surveys. Because yeah. I know what I think about stuff, yep. but we'd send out surveys. And I remember a few weeks ago, we sent out a survey and everybody's like, we already did a survey a few months ago when we went back into regathering and services. And people are like, nobody's going to respond. We had 2,000 responses within a few yep. hours. Yep. People want to be a part of a place. They have a voice. So we we created an ideas at weareradiant.com. Email, yeah. Yeah, an email where anybody on our team can send up ideas, and it doesn't go to their director. It goes straight to our team, yeah, straight to, to our the executive ELT, le- yeah. leadership team, yep. because our whole thing is is the people on the front lines have the greatest yeah. things, uh, the greatest ideas. The the cashier knows how to move the system better than the, the manager that's in so the true. office. So, they're the one interacting. So, find a way to get the creative ideas out of those on your front lines. All right, any closing thoughts?
1: Yeah, and again, I think that's creativity. I yes. think anything that's thinking through how can I make this better? If I could leave with saying one more thing to any business leader out there, any, any, honestly, any stay at home mom, anybody that's like just whatever God has placed you in, whatever season that you're in, yep. you are empowered to be creative. Think outside of the box. Allow people and voices in your life. I love the Proverbs from 11, uh, Proverbs 11, 14 wisdom is found in a multitude Multitude. of counselors Mm -hmm. man like in anything that i do i'm gonna try to just make it better be a good steward of it think of how i can um take it from this to be the greatest thing that's possible um and that in my mind is creativity and so you are empowered you are encouraged to be a strategic creative leader
0: you have heard it from the one and only david Steele. executive pastor over our experiences and all of our creative stuff here at Radiant Church. The new album drops on April 9th. The 9th. It's called Citizens. You don't want to miss it. If you're watching this after or or, uh, listening to this after, make sure you go check it out on Spotify or Apple Music, wherever it's at. By the way, thank you guys for liking and subscribing. Send me some comments. I want to know how we can make this podcast better, which by the way, I'm working on some content that's going to be happening over the summer. I'd love for your ideas. You have a topic that wants to be discussed or you want us to tackle. You have someone you want me to interview. Send me their information. I want to make this better. And you're on the ground floor, so I want to make this the most creative podcast you listen to. Made for more. I hope it's been helpful. We'll see you in the next episode.